my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is for those of you who build time for a living. There is a big debate about whether this is the right approach to serving clients, but if you do it, certain practices can help make sure that you are more efficient and focused during the time you plan to work. Whenever I tell people to track their time, I suggest they think of themselves as lawyers billing their time to different projects. Intriguingly, many actual lawyers with billable hour quotas refuse to do this exercise. They get so accustomed to thinking of their workdays in billable chunks that the idea of doing it for all their time, even for just a week, seems awful. Some do it, but very grudgingly. I find this fascinating because on some level, many jobs have an expectation of a certain number of working hours. Yet putting a billable hour quota on it somehow makes life feel like a race against the clock. In any case, having an expectation of billable hours can make life stressful during times when it is hard to bill hours. I was reminded of this when I got a note recently from someone whose law firm, like so many companies, had gone virtual during the pandemic. Many of the firm's lawyers were supervising virtual learning or had kids who were around a lot more than in the past. And the net result was a reasonable amount of household distraction. Same as everywhere, right? But the firm could see it in their billable hour totals. People either didn't bill as much as they would have been, possibly leaving clients short-staffed, or they worked a lot of nights and weekends, which can, over time, lead to burnout. So what could be done? As with all people working at home and dealing with caregiving issues during the pandemic, the key is figuring out when you can focus and when it isn't possible to do long periods of focused work. Ensuring focus means designating someone else to cover the kid front. Usually that means switching off with a partner who may also be working from home, though of course you can switch off with a neighbor or other relative who is in your bubble too. High-earning lawyers, might also be able to hire childcare to get some focused hours. In any case, map out a coverage schedule. And then, this is key, map the work to the time. Weeks and days need to be planned very strategically. Figure out what work requires focus. Figure out what work requires less focus. Then, as soon as focused hours are available, start the billable work. 
This seems straightforward enough, but in my work with many lawyers over the years, and other folks too, I'd see that some would clear the decks before starting the billable stuff, hoping to get all their emails answered and administrative stuff done. Then they'd dive in. But that stuff can consume more time than you might imagine. And that stuff can also be done while you are in charge of the kids, and maybe they're playing independently for a few minutes or doing a school assignment. So plan the focused time to bill as much as possible. On my website a few months ago, I mapped out a schedule where each of two parties could get 30 hours per week of generally focused work by trading off the morning shift, that is 8 to 1, and the afternoon shift, that is 1 to 6, with a double booking of nap or early afternoon screen time hours. That's 1 to 3 p.m. for those who are curious. If you could bill most of that 30 hours, we are talking 27, 28 hours right there, all during the hours of 8 to 6, an all-pretty focused time. Then, and this is also key, make a list of small billable tasks. Professionals who bill time often bill their time in tenths of an hour. That's six minutes. It might be possible to get a handful of six-minute tasks done during the hours you are covering or later in the day, at night, early morning, as long as you know what these tasks are so you don't waste available time deciding And maybe you can't do a ton of these tasks, but 5 to 10 per day? Sure. That's 30 to 60 minutes of extra billable time, or another 2.5 to 5 hours per week. Doing that gets us to about 32 hours or so of billable time. Now, I'd say this is not bad, given the remote learning situation going on. If you are a professional services firm hoping to keep people through this situation... Accepting 32 billable hours per week is probably a wise idea. If people can't bill 40, and many people can't, it's much better to bill 32 than to just give up or to quit. Because sadly, that is what a lot of people facing down caregiving responsibilities are doing, which is a loss for everyone. Times are definitely rough now. But I'd say that this is not a bad mindset to keep in the future when schools and daycares are open and time seems a bit more expansive. Don't answer the administrative emails first. Dive right into the billable stuff when time is available, and then you will maximize the billable stuff. Figure out small tasks, those 6-12 to minute type tasks that are still billable, and make a list of them, so you can tackle those when your energy is a bit more off. By doing this, You'll make sure you're getting credit for all your work and doing client work that counts when you're best able to handle it. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.